Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. Hi, Joel. Hi, Steve. What's going on? Hi, hi, faithful listeners. Faithful listeners. Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast, Joel and Steve. Yeah. I just want you all to know that we're squeezing this one in. You know, <laughs> we're squeezing this one in and we're squeezing this one out, aren't that's, we? That's right. Ooh. <laughs> Sounds kind of gross. You got a lot going on today? Yeah. Well, just in general. I mean, I always have time. Have- I always have time for, you know, the faithful TTBB army. Um, oh ttbb army <laughs> that's straight from bts army because it's all about bts in my BTS house right army now. or kiss army kiss army sure it kind of dates back to that yeah were you were i you, was never were, part of the kiss army i was just well that's like you know before my time a little bit you're it was a few it years was on i was i was a young kid when that was a thing i was like not even 10 yet you know i think that if i would have been you would have totally been on kiss army yeah if if I was if I wasn't being indoctrinated by the fundamentalist Christian movement, of right? Some of the people in my life. Well, that's why you would have been part of the Kiss Army. I think so. I think that might have really <laughs> saved. You know what? That might have saved me a lot of bullshit Christian trauma. You're right? Of, yeah. The Kiss Army. I could have enlisted in the Kiss Army. Yeah. They a lot of therapy bills. Right. Wow. Yeah. Well, too. You're born too late, man. Born too late too late to be saved by rock and roll that's not true <laughs> it's just there was a nice little corporate package there for that brief period of time well yeah well like i look back at some of that memorabilia and i'm like they had comic books they mm-hmm. had, oh yeah you know newsletters it was a marketing juggernaut stickers yeah action figures the whole deal movie a movie a movie mm-hmm. i vaguely remember the movie vaguely i didn't know there was a movie i knew there was a something about an amusement wasn't there rock and roll high school was kind of a ramones movie right or was it Mm, that's a Ramones song but did they make that song for the i don't i don't know come on man i don't know i I was a kid i don't know yeah that's fair uh hi welcome to the (laughs) podcast (laughs) you're here with uh sort of I've had a I've had a whirlwind of a weekend, my friend. Yeah, dude, you uh, you uh, Joel, have you um seen any good concerts lately? <laughs> nothing good. Nothing good, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fo- follow, like, and subscribe. Email us at ttbbpodcast at gmail Follow us on Instagram at trying to be better podcast. Or no, is it just trying to be? Yeah, it's no, trying, it's to, be trying better to be better pod- podcast. Dude, my brain is fried. Yeah. Um, what's understandable? You, yeah, you, you I um, the ringer voluntarily uh yeah so i had a work thing i had a work yeah, what trip. was the deal with denver why did you go to denver okay so uh there was a there was a recruiting event for my line of work right yes. so we went there to recruit and meet potential you know talented students blah 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 it was great i saw a lot of wonderful people the issue was that i was i was the person I was, I was the only one in the barrel. Like I was the only one <laughs> at the booth, you know? And I, right. I met some really cool people from like, I met somebody from, I think what is it? Western Colorado university or Western Colorado college. He and I had a booth right next to one another. I saw, I met somebody who um, was a part of the Cal arts arm army and he oh, nice. started Cal arts like the year after I graduated. So we exchanged information. It was really great. I, sure. I literally was the only dude at the booth. So, so you, you were like, you were a booth babe. I was the booth babe. Uh-huh. You know, nonstop talking to people. My voice right now is nice and resonant because I did nothing but talk to people. You know, I was noticing how nicely resonant your voice was. I yeah, that's it was prep for this. So there oh. was a lot of energy expended upon you know mm-hmm. talking to people, which was great. Um, I'm exhausted just thinking what, about it. That's why I was there. And then I was originally going to parlay this into a, I've been like craving going skiing for the last couple of years. I just haven't gone. Yeah. 
And um, <clears throat> wait, do you ski or do you snowboard? I'm a skier. Gotcha. I, I didn't really. So my previous job, we took ski trips and I thought about, I'm going to pick up snowboarding because our pal Kemper is a snowboarder. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. He snowboards. Right. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll just, maybe I'll pick that. I'm like, no, I kind of already know how to ski. So I'm not going to add it. I'm not going to, I don't want to, I don't want to re-injure myself just to learn this. So I'm just going to keep skiing. So sure. I, I enjoy skiing. That's but legit. There's like, there's snow on some of the slopes up there, but they're the more advanced ones. And like, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not there to like, you're not feeling go, a compound fracture right now. No, I'm not there to do the, what is it? The K2, the K12. The K, K12. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not there to do. To do I'm just that. here to collect my $2. That's exactly. It. So anyway, I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to go skiing. I'm not going to stick around and go skiing. So um, wonder what's going on in Denver. And I was like, you know, I was like, are, you know, maybe I'll go to a Nuggets game. They're out of town. Maybe I'll go to an Avalanche game. They're out of town. Maybe the Broncos are, they're out of town. And I'm like, I, I don't know why I forgot this, but J-Rad, Joe Russo's almost dead, was playing in Broomfield Saturday or Friday night. And yeah, I'm they like, were. And I immediately bought a ticket. Right. And so, um, yeah, so I did go. To answer your question, I went to a good concert. Yeah. How was it? How was the J-Rad? <laughs> that's it about was, all. The, that's all you can say, really. It was four fucking hours mm -hmm. of face stealing, skull effing, Grateful Dead amazingness. Yeah. So I was standing in line because there was you know, like, uh, a, a, some extra security precautions at mm -hmm. the venue, which was nice. And, um, I was talking to this like middle-aged couple, a little older than both of us. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we were just chatting it up. I'm from Lincoln, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, we're from around here. And, um, he was like, yeah, I've just been, you know, listening to some grateful dad getting ready for tonight. I'm like, have you, have you seen these guys? Uh, I said, have you seen J rad before? And he's like, J rad. I'm like, yeah, that Joe Russo's almost there. He's like, Oh yeah, no, I haven't. But I know they play, you know, they kind of play the music and I'm just excited. I'm <laughs> like, Dude, you have no idea what you're in for. You don't know what's about to happen to you right? Um, because what you think is about to happen to you is yeah. not what they have their own. I was like, kind of like almost warning him, like yeah, buckle like up because right. buckle up kids what you think they're gonna do <laughs> they're not gonna do they're gonna rip your head off and then they're like, gonna shove it down your throat and then they started out with out. i need a miracle yeah, and yeah, just like great. the first note just like it blam took the wind out of you uh -huh, uh -huh. and they didn't let up for four hours i didn't leave that venue until after midnight and the wow. show started pretty close to eight o'clock it started like 8 10 8 15 yeah set break was not long uh-huh it was brutal bonkers yeah the only time they kind of brought the tempo down except except transitioning between songs was they played a pristine version of stella blue oh that's nice everything else was like mm -hmm. balls out i really i watched you know the free preview videos or whatever i dug uh scotty metzger's uh i need a miracle vocal it was like if uh tom waits was doing his elvis <laughs> presley impression yeah <laughs> That's a great description. Yeah. I was like, I was kind of like side stage on his side mm -hmm. and uh, he kind of looks like Tom Waits. He does. Yeah. That's where you that know? came from. But he has like a, he, he, he does the Bobby stuff really well. He does. Yeah. It's you a, know? it's, you know, it's kind of like listening to Tommy Hamilton sing Jerry Garcia. It's not the same, but it works. It works. If once you, you kind of have to like, okay, all right. It takes a mental shift, but. Especially because it's one of those things like we were talking, you may have seen the text thread, we, me and Dave and Jack were talking about and oh, Dave was asking if we were going to see Bonavere. Is that how you say that? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Jack and I like, man, we already seen him. And so Dave's like, what? And so we saw Justin Vernon. Is that his name? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sing a few songs with the dead in oh, Alpine right. Valley in 2018. And I forgot about that. It was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, I should. I the first Full disclosure, I like Bon Iver and well, I, I do have tickets to see them when they come to Lincoln. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be a nice evening. But uh, <laughs> they came out 
and like he was there justin Vernon was there because he was hanging out with bobby's daughter right mm-hmm. and word had gotten out through the crowd that he was there so he kind of assumed that he'd sit in you know maybe mm-hmm. yeah and so in the middle of the first set they bring him out and everybody's kind of like all right just you know traditionally guests sit in people just it's kind of one of those things you just endure it and get them off stage and then get back to you know <laughs> that usually doesn't go very well right uh yeah right because it's just such a bizarre thing and so anyway he comes out and the song for whatever reason they chose to open with or his sit-in with was black muddy river in the middle of the first set which is mm. a, it's a it's a dirge yeah, you know right, right like that is a end of the concert encore maybe Post, you know i mean it's like yeah. first set is for partying and getting down not for you know deep soulful introspection that's way later you know yeah. so yeah. first of all questionable song choice yeah second of all he comes out and starts like we don't know this guy maybe a few people in the crowd are kind of familiar with him or whatever or fans yeah yeah but he's not like i'm vaguely aware that he exists right <laughs> right and he comes out and you know how in the band how richard manuel used to sing in that high falsetto mm-hmm. me, 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 that thing yeah and well he comes out and starts singing black muddy river like that yeah when the yeah. Is of summer. and everybody's like just like that guy i was talking about at fiddler's green a couple weeks yeah, ago what the right, fuck is right. this the who is, is this and it was it was so it was just it was awful oh no it was awful i mean that's kind of that dude's voice and it works for his kind of weird indie music right you know? like i like his music a lot sure it's definitely gotten a little weirder but i can't imagine him singing black muddy river let alone anything any i mean here's the thing if they would have done that had he come out like at the beginning of the second set and played the whole thing and 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 like won us over yeah like just killed it slayed it like i don't know who this guy is but that was awesome right right and then they come out to sing that like that for the encore i guarantee it everybody would have been like cool yeah but to like just like as a cold open it was just awful it was so (laughs) bad on every level right like what do you want to what do you want to did they i mean like I don't, I would, I would have killed. I was, cause I listened to it this morning cause I wanted to see if it was as bad as I remembered. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, I was just thinking I would have killed the bin like in the room for that discussion just so I could have put my, my hand up all la Jerry Garcia missing a finger right. and said, no, no, this is a terrible idea. This is Pick bad. something else, literally you, anything. Right. Right. Cause then I'm they just, did friend of the devil and that went okay. And then bird song was great. He played. I feel like that's, that's like his wheelhouse. He played. They played some good guitar. It got it got weird. It got spacey. It got super yeah. loud and energetic. Yeah. And then came and that was great. Like that bird song uh, absolved the sins of Black Money River. Like it left everybody like that was great. Whatever. Love it. You know? Yeah. But anyway, I forget why I even started talking about that. Well, we, we were talking about just I was just looking up while you were talking about that. The set list. Um, oh, because <clears throat> we were talking about. Yeah. J-Rad just came out. Guns blazing with i need a miracle and i started i started crying i started weeping Mm -hmm. it was just like you know uh, our friend chris meek was you know he was he got the stream and he and i were texting and oh nice and like right after that opening note he texts me he's like i guess we do need a miracle and i was just like "Ah!" (laughs) you know like i haven't been at a big show like that in a while Mm -hmm. and um but this is the thing that i was trying to communicate to that dude and i wish i would have been able to is that where you think these songs like the 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 well-worn grooves of where you think this thing's gonna go it doesn't and it's like you know i was telling kirsten strap in buddy yeah because like (laughs) my favorite thing is the the uh, the scarlet rider saint stephen sandwich to end set one yeah that's amazing insane it was insane it was insane and then they came back And they played Where's Sly, which is Modesky, Martin, and Wood cover for a hot second. And then <clears throat> then they did the Holst Hairpin. Yeah, yeah, they, Which they we saw the, them do at our first show. Exactly. And that's what got ago. me. Uh-huh. I was like, I mean, once they got through what we understand is Terrapin, and then, mm-hmm. and then they finished it, I was uh-huh. like, oh, my God. Uh-huh. <sighs> so, uh, see, so now you're now in that place that only 
people that have been through that understand, which is like when you say people, when people say, did you, what'd you do in Denver? And you say, oh, I went to a, did the work thing. And then I went to a concert and they say, oh, really? Who'd you see? And you say, um, this group called Joe Russo's, Russo's Almost Dead. And they're like, yeah. oh, I never heard of that. And you say, well, they're a Grateful Dead cover band. And then they just glaze over and like, oh, well, I'm glad you had a good time. That exact <laughs> conversation happened to uh, a, a friend of mine. Uh, oh, no, it was the dude I met from that school that was sitting next to me. He's like, yeah. like you know, he's like, uh, he, he's got a, like a toddler. So uh-huh. he was like, I'm just going to go get like that Friday night. He's like, I'm just going to go grab some food and I can't wait to go to sleep. I'll probably right. be asleep by 830. And I'm like, right. I'm going to go see a concert. He's like, oh, cool. Who are you seeing? And I told I did that. The whole thing uh-huh. happened. He's like, okay, well, no, have, have fun, I'm man. Fun and then the next morning I come, you know, gla- glazed over eyes, uh-huh. kind of like sip, like sucking down a coffee and just kind of like still my head still reeling from the night uh-huh. before. He's like, how was it? And I was like, I, I don't even know what to, right. I don't know how to, I don't know how to answer that. Right. You just, the, the answer is it was great. And then, and then, was, then leave it because there's you you can't describe it so i can't uh, the um yep the um because as soon as you start saying things like well they played instead of scarlet begonias they did the sick jam and then they went in, instead of instead of yeah. going to the fire on the mountain like the dead would have they went into saint fucking stephen can you believe that shit <laughs> exactly and the, like, the fire on the mountain sandwich of between two different opening and closing of let it grow yeah um uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't I, I was thinking this and I couldn't wait to tell you and the, the other deadhead pals. I don't want to hear any other let it grow. But J-Rad, uh. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear any more. I'm done. I, I don't need to hear the Grateful Dead play. Let it grow. And I know that's probably going to piss you or Jack or somebody else. I out. just went, whoa, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you. Oh, I know. I've seen J-Rad with you. They, I know. They ended the show. They, so they out of that Stella Blue, they went right into trucking, right? And then and then we're like, okay, this is it. The show's over. And right. then, they, then they just boom right into the other one. And I was Bam. like, I'm never, I'm never, I'm never leaving. <laughs> that's the way, but that's that's why I love that band. I know that's the thing. And, and I was telling every time Kirsten, is like, well, this is the most amazing thing I've ever been a part of ever. They're so they're surgeons. Yeah. And, well, I like I like them to like like stunt pilots kind of. Ooh. That's you know, let's great. push push this bird to the envelope and then and then let it fall 10,000 feet and then turn on the after thrusters and shoot it up 30,000 feet. Right. And if you can't hang then I guess you're getting you're jettisoning. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that is a great description because I was telling Kirsten when I got home I was trying to explain it to her and I I played her the the opening song and i described the experience and she's like she was like oh oh this is not this is not like the grateful dead cover band at duffy this is not the jerry pranksters like i was like i was like nothing against the pranksters but different no we love you pranksters but yes you know you're right they would say the same thing so i'm that's a great description they're they're it's an it's an air show it's like oh, very much so and we're gonna do and you're like strapped to the underbelly of the f-15 <laughs> yeah yeah and we're not they're not flying like you know old biplanes doing Ooh, they're nope. flying f-16s or whatever they're flying they, they're gonna do a lot of afterburner flybys uh-huh. they're gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. try to scare up against, you up against the mountain through the valley yeah and it's and there's surge i mean that's the thing it's like i this is the, the the longer conversation and i know we've kind of had it already but it's they play the music with way more skill yes it's it it is like pristine and perfect and beautiful precision. just like it's precision they're they're mm-hmm. fucking ninjas they're they surgeons. very much so yep oh yeah absolutely it's a different it, thing it's a totally different thing and that's I would, why i think it's great it's like and i had i had kind of like one of those transcendent moments where i was like they the, the the beauty of the music is that they can they can find more there's there's they're mine they're mining that that canon of of songs yeah finding gold galore yeah that, there's like the, the they found a whole dead, other cavern the down there Dead had had 
not abandoned the mines, but like you were saying, they were taking the well-worn path through it. Yeah. Which was not a bad experience by any stretch. Oh, no. no. Yeah. But even Garcia even said, he's like, we've kind of worn down the pathways. Yeah. Right. So we kind of pick one, you know, and where those guys are like, give me the fucking dynamite yeah. <laughs> going in. Uh, yeah. I, to, to, you know, I think when we saw them before and I've listened to their live stuff since um, Hamilton, Tommy Hamilton, uh-huh. his name, Junior. Yeah, yeah Tommy, Tommy Hamilton. Yeah. His I, the guys I, I had a moment where I was like, I am in the same room with a guitar wizard. Legend. 100%. Oh, he's that, that guy's like Gandalf. He's unbelievable. He is like, he's, ugh, he's incredible. Mm-hmm. What I, what I was thinking about, because I knew we were going to have this conversation because hello, right. it's like, and this applied to the dead too, to a certain extent is like you pass through so many different uh, genres of sound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not like, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, like, for example, like that Russian circles band. Yeah. Very right. good at making one noise. Yeah. Right. Sure. But after like an hour, it's like, okay, you're going to do the swirling thing and then it's going to get loud and mm-hmm. then it won't be loud and then it'll swirl again. And I, I got it, you know, <laughs> right. I get it. I get but, it. But with J rad, like you might pass through that thing, that whatever uh, paradigm of music mm-hmm. multiple times over the course of a four hour ride. Uh, and yeah. it'll be completely unexpected. <clears throat> well, I, I am. And I don't think it was all the cannabis being smoked around me. I, there was, there were moments when they would turn on a dime, the, the, the musical moment uh-huh. and the, me and, you know, 6,000, my closest friends around us, it, we didn't even know that they'd done it until like <laughs> five, right, 10 right. seconds later. And right, was like, right. Whoa. Wait, what is they just right? They what just did they the, just do? They just turned the entire place inside out. Uh, yeah, and it was so it was so weird. I didn't, I don't know. I, I there were so many moments like that where I think that <clears throat> there's something to be said for knowing where you're going and knowing kind of the pace at which you're going to get there. And yeah, there's going to be really beautiful moments, but you kind of you, it's comfortable. Sure, there yeah. is nothing. <clears throat> if you're a Grateful Dead fan or music fan at all, but especially if you're a Grateful Dead fan and you know, kind of, we kind of know where this is going to head. We know where this is going to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they, they just, they don't. And that, and the, the, the level of elation and surprise around uh-huh. you of people like, Holy shit. Holy shit this is so fun. <laughs> Can they believe? Well, it's like, it's like a really, it's like a really great four hour long roller coaster ride where you can't see the tracks. Yeah, exactly. It's a blast. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a totally different deal. I mean, when we saw them, it was at the Boulder Theater, which is not a big place. It's And like, then the Ogden. The next and the night, Ogden Theater, which is not a big place. Nope. This is a very different vibe, man. It's like, yeah. Well, holy... I was thinking about, because we saw, like, we've seen J-Rad together on their first tour in small venues. Yep. And we've seen Further, which was Bob Weir and Phil Lesh and Joe Russo at Broomfield a couple times. Yes, I had a moment like that, too. So there was yeah. a lot of kind of synergy there yep and i was kind of chuckling to myself the difference between j rad at broomfield versus bob weir fucking with his pedal all night long and <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna say it and i think i i think i've i think i've spent enough time with the grateful dead music to be able to say this this was far and away better than that oh yeah yeah. totally different experience different though experience. like that was yeah Apples that was an Im- that was important for 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 me to experience as just a human and as right. a fan i was really really great but man it's like oh there's no know. question there's no like if de- if it came down between seeing dead and company and j-rad it's j-rad every time i i had i had that exact thought and i'm glad you brought that up because yep. i i throw probably halfway through the second set i'm like well yeah if somebody was like you can have you can have this experience or this you can't have both what are you going right. to do tonight uh i'm going to see j-rad every time that's every time decision now Holy. having said that i did just see bobby i just saw dead and company in denver what a month ago yeah and it was great yeah it was great yeah. they killed it doing sure. their thing right it, i mean it was a i had a great time they took chances they went outside 
Um, they did things that they wouldn't normally do. Mm-hmm. Like within uh, that scope, it was an adventurous concert. Mm-hmm. But it also, um, it, it's kind of like uh, tied to a lot of legacy. Yeah, yeah. Right? Both yep. personnel-wise and just kind of expectations-wise. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they frankly couldn't do what J-Rad does. And, yeah, and that's and that's fine. Yeah. That's the joy of of this thing of ours is that it's uh um it can be whatever it wants to be. Yeah, I think that they're the Yeah, they I don't think they would sit down and look at okay, how are we gonna move through this? You know, I'd really like to just I'd really like to go from Scarlet Begonias right into I know you writer. I'd like to and I don't I don't know that if they sat down. Oh, I, bet, that... I bet I bet they plan set lists. I bet they plan. I bet they walk on stage with set lists. Oh, you mean J Rad? J Rad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I'm yeah. saying the Dead and Company wouldn't look at it this way. Like, let's switch this up. Yeah, they do actually, though. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess they do. I guess yeah, they, they do. They've really mixed up the set list. Like, you're not uh, like the, the show and I, Jack and I saw is a great example of that. They sandwich things together in a way that i'd never seen before mm. and it was it was great you know so it was kind of like one of those oh they're still working at it you know yeah. like they're yeah. not they're not the beach boys out there slogging out barbara ann and help me Rhonda. you know <laughs> what i'm saying and good vibrations for- speaking of this is totally a tangent but i'm going to say it because i think kirsten will get a kick out of it is that when we kirsten and i a while ago were gifted tickets to see the beach boys when they were on their tour or whatever yeah how was it it was great. It was no, I mean, it was fine, but like, sure. it, but Kirsten was convinced that the song was, was Baba Ram with an F <laughs> like, no, bop, like no. bop, bop, a Ram, bop, 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 Ram. No, no, it's Barbara Ann. Barbara Ann. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I actually just got done reading a book about uh, the genesis of um, that scene like Southern California surf rock. Oh, wow. It was interesting. Um, and well worth the time by Joel Selvin, the guy, same guy that wrote the fairly well. Uh, oh, right on biography thing. Yeah. He's a, he's an accomplished uh, rock and roll writer, but he got into, uh, there's just a ton of names in that book that later became, I guess, more recognizable and important. Mm. Like for example, Phil Spector, um, oh, yeah, yeah, he was just yeah. kind of a weird guy around the scene at the time, you know, and he ended up being a weird guy around the scene a lot later, too. But um, yeah. um, but it's really focusing on uh, Jan and Dean and their relationship. They actually kind of predated the Beach Boys by a little bit. And yeah, uh, that's what I was wondering, like, were the Beach Boys sort of like a, a corporate? No, like, um, I mean, well, were they they were they are they were they considered legit? Or were they oh, like, I see. I, um, that's a good question. And the answer is, I don't know. I mean, I guess what was interesting about that is something that it, historically is that, um, I guess our, you know, people our age and younger just kind of take surfing for granted, I guess it's a thing. Yeah. Right. And in right. 1957, 1958, it was not, it was a very niche thing located for, primarily in certain beaches in Southern California. That was, were, I mean, it was a, it was a indigenous cultures thing in Hawaii that sure it wasn't like a popular. I, I folk, see, you know more about that than I do, but oh, I, I, no, I don't, but, I don't know that, but, but I, I know that like the surfing has been a thing that humans have done in those but it, areas, but, but, but it wasn't a nationwide phenomenon. People right. in Seneca, Kansas, were not thinking about surfing <laughs> in 1958. Exactly. Right. You know and I'm so saying? like, they had never seen it. They didn't know it existed um, until people like Jan and Dean and to a, like Dick Dale, Dick Dale, um, yeah. definitely a pioneer of that. And then a couple movies where like all of a sudden the entire country was infatuated with this Southern California lifestyle. Was it was it those like those like Frankie Valley movies or was it like Endless Summer? Because I feel like um, en- there were a couple like Gidget was the first one. Oh, okay. Um, who Beach and Gidget was, Bingo? Yeah, all that kind of stuff. That yeah. all kind of came um, later as it was. That was maybe one of the first corporate pylons. Okay. Where like there was kind of a quote legit 
like surf rock thing and then all the record companies go holy fuck we can exploit the shit out of this yeah yeah right? yeah and uh and then then the same thing happened and that was in like the late 50s early 60s and then the same thing happened to quote the san francisco sound later you know exactly. and, and on and yeah, on and yeah, on yeah, yeah, ad yeah. nauseum um but anyway yep. that was that was uh it was just interesting i uh i found it uh this is kind of an aside but like jan and dean's career was kind of up and down and up and down and some of the early stuff's just awful it's terrible i listen i listen to one of the like their first big hit and i'm like it's called baby talk it's 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 god awful man it's so bad sounds like and then and then like five years later there was like a in an attempt to kind of revive things there was like we're still baby talking or something it's just yeah so bad keep fucking that chicken right and uh they try but like (laughs) later one of their things like in in an attempt to be relevant um they wrote like a pro vietnam song Oh. while while jan was trying to get deferred out of the military perfect right and i'm like you know what screw you pal yeah but then he had a horrible car accident and then he suffered tremendous brain injury and i'm like okay well that sucks but still dude so anyway. like pro like hey everybody should join the army and and, fight and, like, and, like, and, and like yeah and beat hippies up and but i'm gonna try to get deferred from the draft i'm not gonna go fight but you totally should wow yeah it was really not a great moment for him i like you know i kind of liked him he's kind of interesting until that moment i'm like you know what yeah no that's not okay man that's wild so but that also just shows like the (sighs) that makes me appreciate um musical artists artists in general that you know kind of practice what they preach a little bit yeah integrity yeah exactly yeah because there was no integrity about that it was just an attempt to cash in on anti 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 anti-vietnam sentiment wow yeah and so they by that point though they were already kind of established in like the surf rock world i don't well yeah by that that time by that time the surf rock fad had faded right okay and so they were attempting to be relevant post that right yeah Kind of like Kid Rock is right now. Oh God! I wrote. I saw a thing. That said. I said. Uh, Kid Rock makes music for guys who have to blow into a breathalyzer before they drive. Dude. So the, my one of my favorite comedians, and he's he also streams shit on Twitch. He's also on um, Duncan Trussell's podcast a lot. They have a. They have I still a, haven't listened to that one you sent me. I got to do that. So, you know, Duncan Trussell and, and Johnny Pemberton, they do these weird sort of improvised conversations where yeah, they yeah. go off on these tangents. Yeah. You remember a long time ago, they were talking about, you know, the taints of the yes, ancients. And, taints and the, of the ancients, yes. So they have a podcast now called The Leather Rose. I can't even. I can't. I it can't. is I can't. unbelievably. In, it's just the weirdest shit you'll i mean they put these weird voice modulators on and they have they're like <laughs> pretending to talk and it just it's just yeah. improvised i don't have goes, time for that dude you have, have to i don't have you, time they're like that. the leather rose like their their conversations are only about 30 minutes long i swear put it on on your way to your job and back okay fine it is the weirdest shit you'll ever listen to it's it's great whatever the leather rose okay you have to i don't know where i, I why i brought up <laughs> i don't know oh fuck i forgot why a wormhole just opened up i can't i'm not getting pulled into it uh, yeah no you got it. everybody should listen to the leather rose i'm, I'm gonna tag them in this i it, dude i yeah johnny <laughs> so johnny pemberton like his his like twitch streaming during the pandemic was so out there and wild it like saved my sanity like, okay he's so weird and great yeah anyway i don't know i don't know even know how i got on that so i gotta back up a little bit because um oh dave gracie sent in the group chat that uh cortez the killer was it dave that sent that i think it was i think it was yeah because he he posted that he posted he's like he was listening to zuma yeah yeah zuma okay so and i i had never listened to a studio version of that song because i've always listened to the live ones and the dad actually when when uh uh um government mule guy warren haynes was in the dead like they played cortez the killer it was great oh wow yeah yeah is that from is that from live live rust 
Uh, well, I'm sure it's probably on a studio. It's probably on Zuma. I don't know. It's on Zuma, but okay. Yeah, it's pro- it may be on Live Roast, but I know it from Weld because I saw. Oh, that okay. Tour. Okay. Whatever. So anyway, then then somebody sent the built the spill version. That was me. That, that was, was you. That's the only version I I heard that version before I heard anything else. Oh, Somebody's really? like, you got to listen to this song, and I was like, I I think for a while before some somebody else probably schooled me i thought it was a built to spill song oh well that makes sense and that version is great and and i i, I kind of listened to it. i started listening to it the other night whatever when you sent that yeah. Like, yeah that sounds good but i was listening to it this morning i was on my way to go do a thing and um oh this is gonna get heavy i uh there's something about that song that's always like i literally like i love it but i can't listen to it always because yes. i'm just yeah, yeah. like i'm not I, I don't I'm not in a place where I want to have those feelings right now. And it's, uh that's and so I, Yeah, it gets it gets me too. I remember the first time I heard it, it was like, oh my. I mean, yep. they this was this was heavy, long, mm-hmm. long form rock and roll mm-hmm. that was saying something very specific. Mm-hmm. I was not prepared for. Right. Well, you know, like I've, I can like like Bob Dylan's Masters Masters of War can oh, do yeah. something to me, but that's mm-hmm. two and a half minutes. Right. This is, 22 minutes of yeah, yeah. this is fucked well and it's that and, and it's that that chord progression neil young is a master of that harnessing those mm. three note guitar solos mm-hmm. that just wrench your being through mm-hmm. these minor chord progressions that are that that are not gloomy they're like introspectively sad to an extreme <laughs> yeah and and that that little i say little but those that e minor chord progression just over and over and over with those guitar solos that they built the spill version is great yeah yeah i'm i'm literally sitting at the stoplight at 48th and pioneer today crying Mm. just crying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because i i and i couldn't explain it Mm -hmm. other than that song just oh yeah it was on it was and then the light turned green and i composed myself i wasn't like <laughs> blubbering but you know yeah, i had yeah. tears streaming down my face yeah you know just yeah. because of that song and and that doesn't always happen no it happens a, well i mean it can but yeah um it was beautiful you know yeah, it was very uh uh cathartic it obviously needed to happen you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we've got um I guess I haven't really talked about it, but like Holly and I are getting ready to move. Yeah. And uh, just a down the road a piece, not like out of town or anything, but like uh, we've been, we've been kind of grieving like this house a little bit. That, that was your li- fir- That's like your first house. We've lived here for 16 years long. I've lived in this house longer than I've lived anywhere. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you know, the tale of the tape, there's been a lot happen in this house. Yeah. You know, and yeah. uh um, some of it good, some of it not so good, right? Some of it great, some of it not so great, you know. And uh, we're it's just been like a lot, and so to kind of, I mean, we we're very happy to move, it's a blessing, sure. we're thrilled, right. you know. Yeah, but while we're in this whatever limbo state, you know, it really has given us cause to reflect and like just how fortunate we are, and like how I mean, this is where our kids were born you know yeah um yeah that's where holly was on you know like bed rest bed rest and like mm-hmm. i mean that those 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 walls kept your children alive yeah warm mm-hmm. safe mm-hmm. i mean it's I, yeah it's pretty intense man like yeah. and i think i think that's part of it is that we've just got all those all that stuff going on yeah man and, uh, it's, it's all good yeah it's like we're not moving because we're being uh exiled or escaping violence or you know yeah, right there's um, not bo- yeah there's not bombs happening you know yeah, uh, like we're not in danger of being you know imprisoned for being uh for saying that our government can go screw itself um <laughs> you know so i guess we're lucky in that regard um but the, yeah, i think i think that's really beautiful though that you are recognizing and grieving in real time versus saying, let's just get out of here. Let's get to the house. Yep. Let's move. Let's go yep. through this. Let's, and then, 
And then you, you know, happen to drive by the old neighborhood and it all comes up while somebody else is moving in and not cutting the grass right. Or, you know, I never cut the grass right. So that's not a (laughs) can confirm. Right. Yeah. Right. That's just it. Remember the grass? We planted that. Remember the grass and you like killed that grass. Yeah. I killed the first yard. So you and, and, uh, Brandon helped me plant the, that was a long time ago, dude. You helped me plant this yard. Yeah. That was, that was in one 2006. Yeah. That was in the summer 2006. You mm-hmm. helped me plant this grass. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, and I remember you sending I photos. About that. I remember you sending photos of like, it's growing. It's like, growing. I yeah. did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not in as good a shape now, but that's just it. It's like <laughs> now, dude, now I'm moving to a neighborhood where like, I'm actually going to have to maintain the yard. Oh, dude, you got the HOA. Yes, there's one of those, but it's also like all the yard. It's literally like. It, it reminds me of uh, a wrinkle in time oh. the kids with the balls, <laughs> yes. you know? Yeah. And like just that, that, that uniform perfection down the street, you got to, there will be that expectation. Now I'm, I'm now living that part of the American dream. Apparently. Well, you got to like, you can't turn your yard into like a, uh, you know, I see people with yards and they're just like, they just le- like, there's this one house, like on, I don't know, 11th and B or something that it's like just totally a, a wildflower haven. Yeah, it's I, so yeah. great. You can, probably couldn't do that. Somebody, over there. somebody, oh, we absolutely could not do that uh, right. where we're moving. Um, <laughs> and the punk rocker in me just wants to burn the whole thing down. I know. Um, right. <laughs> um, but there's a, there's a house in my current neighborhood down the, around the corner from us that they, they planted intentionally like wildflowers and grass and stuff in their yard and put up a sign like, Hey, this is what this is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I think, I think the punk rock and you should, should lean into the, the, um, the dad core mowing situation. Like get some, <laughs> get some Bobby Weir short, short jeans, right, right, right. get one That's of those, right. get those, get one of those old school, <laughs> Uh, radio headphone yeah, yeah, yeah. thing with a big antenna. <laughs> the antenna trying to get out there and mow the yard. Get like an old, like mid eighties Toro right, right, mower. Right. Like the whole lean thing. into the dad like that. You're still doing the thing, right? But you're doing it with kind of a middle finger to everybody. Right. That's right. what I think you should do. Well, here's the thing: Have we had the pots and dis- the pots and sticks discussion? Pots and sticks. Pots and sticks. Yeah, in this neighborhood that we're moving to, uh, Holly pointed it out. Like she's like, "Well, we're gonna have to get some pots and sticks." I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, so, I know. Like those big clay pots with yes, random with bamboo sticking out? Yeah, or birch. Birch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking yep. about. Is two it a requirement third, of the HOA? Well, that it kind of looks like it might be, actually. because and your sticks third, can't be over four and a half feet. And they have to be a certain diameter and a certain color. So there's like two-thirds of the houses have the pots and the sticks in the driveway between the garage doors or by the front door. You and can only display Aspen. Right. Three months of the year. Everything else that has to be birch or bamboo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, bamboo, I mean, that's not really, doesn't really go. And all of your white Christmas lights need to be at least four to six inches apart. We can't have twinkling. There no has, inflatables. No, you can twinkle. We can twinkle. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there's, so and your wife actually told me, she's like, so, you know, there's in your neighborhood, there's three or four people that feel the same way you do. Yep. You know? Oh, yeah. And, uh, but so like on the other side of the street, a few doors down, there's, there's, <laughs> There's a house that has this giant green, like it kind of looks like a globe, but like an orb. It's yeah. Like this lime green, bright thing sitting between two other garage doors. I'm like, there's my guy right there. There, there he is. There's my guy. <laughs> we have neighbors right down the street that have a the, the house. I mean, before these folks moved in, that there was a flagpole there. You know, it's uh-huh. like a, on a corner of the of the block. Well, you know, before they, so I don't even know if anybody displayed a flag. Like they put a Husker flag or something yeah, yeah. up there. The previous owners, this family has a big middle finger flag <laughs> that they fly <laughs> all year time. round. Oh, that's amazing. And when Kirsten and I were riding our bikes by it, we was that's flapping amazing. in the wind. We were like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know it. the political leanings of those, po- right, those right, people, right. but right. I would much rather see that flag than any other. I mean, even if it was my own particular point of view like right. just a big middle finger flag the whole to, neighborhood to see right. <laughs> i love it if i had that i would also have below it one of the like have a nice day smiley faces yeah exactly exactly yeah so you gotta you gotta get in where you fit in man you gotta get your right. weirdness that's what i'm saying like 
get find some like old school radio headphones with an antenna yep. and like you have to put 4d batteries in there and shit <laughs> you gotta go for it oh boy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'm really curious i've done a little cyber stalking of our neighbors and for the most part they seem all right there's a guy that lives across the street and one door down that he's a full-on pussy grabbing <laughs> just does he have does he have what 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 my brother lovingly calls the snaky no steppy flags? Oh yeah, that's funny. No, but he does have a gigantic uh, Ford truck with a license plate that says fifty cow on it. Nice. Yeah, I'm nice. like I can, I kind of hope like when I get to meet this clown, I shouldn't say that. I mean just metal. Whatever clown. I've seen clown. his Facebook post. He's a clown. Um, but uh, um, go up to. Just like do the like ultra super macho. I like, can't shake. Fuck yeah, man. I'm so glad to meet a righteous brother, man. Let's go fucking grab him by the pussy. You know, fuck yeah. Let's go shoot some. Let's go shoot some immigrants. Yeah. And just, right. Oh, just like just do the whole thing. Oh, all of it. Like when Harold is uh, trying to get out. And remember Harold. Have you seen Harold and Mod? Yeah, it's been a minute. When Harold, what he does to get out of military service where he just goes oh. crazy with the with, yes. the with the general it's like i can't wait to go kill some people and the general's <laughs> like wait that's wait what and wait, wait, like, hold yeah, up, can hold i stab him can i shoot him <laughs> can i gut him can i put a knife in the throat and the guy's yeah. like uh maybe we don't need you <laughs> that's actually it's actually a great tactic when you're talking to somebody that you completely disagree with like you know so if somebody's Being like way in yeah go like somebody's like yeah you know these vaccines, I mean, they're asking us to get a booster now. We don't know what's in it. So I'm not going to be like, you know what? You're right. I think Lord, it's right. alien piss. I think, I, you know, like it's it's the piss of aliens that's it's, been mixed. In with fact, I've done my sweat. own research. I've done my I research. YouTube channel, and I can co- definitely confirm that it is, in fact, alien piss. Right. The earth is hollow. It's alien piss mixed with lizard sweat. And that's and eventually I have proof. With, I have proof. And you know all those LED streetlights they're putting in now. It activates it at some level in two you know, years when Trump lights, does win. That's when the purple streetlights. That's actually the clue to go. Yeah, man. That's the when, signal. Because they're gonna, they're all gonna be in by 2024, and then when Trump doesn't get elected, they're gonna turn them all on, and we're all gonna turn into lizard alien people and take over, man. I'm in. <laughs> it's a very strong platform. <laughs> I'm convinced. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so you should totally go. I that, let's not drive by the the thing you said earlier though. Like I'm really I uh, I think it's I mean, I haven't Kirsten and I haven't thought about we don't we haven't raised children here, but like this has been our home. We haven't really changed the things. We decorated it and left right. it. Like we're just kind of here. But I kind of had a moment I'm like if we moved, it's like I, I don't know, like that's whole that's a lot that there's a lot in these walls, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't, yeah, you, you don't feel like you don't want to get attached to things, but like, that's like um, something like, I don't, I don't know, like ancient elemental, like this mm-hmm. has been, that's been your cave. That's been your right. bear cave, your, yeah. your hovel, your, your shelter. It will, it will be strange coming home from work and going into a, an unfamiliar dwelling. Yeah. You know, you know, this is my insecurity and my um, base jealous nature, you know, sure. it'd be like, I, I would be weirded out driving by the old place and seeing people in it. I'd be like, is he treating you well? <laughs> well, is he loving you? Like I, I, I loved you. <laughs> oh God. I have a feeling that this guy's going to take better care of this house than we actually did. Oh, nice. Right on. You know, if I'm being yeah. honest, you know, right. There's right. a lot of uh, benign and not so benign neglect here. Sure. Um, just because that's the way. It, I mean, for a while, for a long time, it's just because that's. I mean, things cost money. You know, things cost money. Yeah. And then it and then it came like, well, we could do that, or we could let the next owner deal with that. Exactly. So yeah. we chose Route B. You know, and it's right. worked out fine. So. But yeah, I'd, I mean, what it, what it kind of boils down to, and I, Holly and I had this discussion. I'm like, I don't like as long as. Like wherever she is, that's where home is. Yeah. You know? Right. Yep. Yep. So wherever Holly and the girls are, that's home. Then it might be weird for a little while, but that's, you know. That's well, it's also, it's weird and it's also exciting. I mean, I feel like, you know, like you and Holly, but also 
the kiddos will be, you know, it, it, I'm sure they're probably going through their own grief. Too, they are. Right? They are. We've talked about it. Are they just stoked? Mm, I don't know. I, they, the the thing is, they've only been in the house like once for an hour. Like oh, they wow, don't have yeah. a lot of frame of, you know, like, I, yeah, that's cool. You know, I, I know they liked it when they were standing in it, but now it's like, we're going to be a little bit farther away from their friends. It's going to be yeah. a little bit farther away yeah. from school. It's going to, you know, yeah. like it's not all positive for them. So yeah. right now that's, they're kind of feeling that a little bit like, well, wait a minute. There's, you know, it turns out there's pros and cons. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's real. So. And, and just that, you know, they, they know nothing but those walls. Right. As it's literally their, it's their entire life. Yeah. So it's, I, I mean, they're definitely, you know, it's going to be a transition for sure. Even once yep. we get in, you know? Yep. So, yeah, but we're there, you know, we're talking about it. So, because when you were a kid, like you're kind of a military kid, like, did kind you, of. did you have the stereotypical moved around? No, no. Oh, okay. No. I mean, I lived in Lincoln and from age four to age 15. Oh, okay. Okay. You yes. Know. And that was all in the same house. Right. So, but that's, I'm, you know, obviously older than my children, duh, but, uh, have the, have the experience of, of uprooting and relocating and totally, you know, like you, you, it's just a transition, you know? Right. And I think they kind of understand that, like nothing, like we're still going to be a family unit. It's not like we're separating or whatever, you know? Yeah. 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 We're all going right. as a, a unit to a new place. Yeah. So, and I think that but, helps, you know? But it's just that feeling of when you're a kid that history is so short, but it's so deep mm -hmm. yeah. that like they don't have the longer view. So it's right. like, you know, the memory that when they look at a certain room and they see that place, it's like, that's all they've known. Yep. And it feels like forever, but it's only been a blink of an eye, but mm -hmm. it's been, it's so deep to them mm -hmm. that the, the time hasn't stretched out that that deepness i don't know if, if you get what i'm saying yeah, i do i like, know what you're saying so it's like they you know well it's I, like I your just, friends are like everything at a certain age right right like right. this is my peer group is is that's the totality of existence right and if it's not going well then everything about my life is fucked fucked yeah <laughs> hopeless yeah i have no resiliency yet to say you know what she's being a real asshole right uh i'm i'm just gonna give him a minute to cool off or right we'll be fine tomorrow like or oh whatever God. right yeah yep and that peer groups wax and wane over time yeah that's that's mind-blowing to, to try to wrap your mind around as a mm -hmm. kid you know that's well, like i try to tell them that like especially if they're having problems with people at school or whatever it's like just because you're crammed into a box five days a week with these people does not mean that you're meant to be friends forever <laughs> that's literally all that's happening it's the only reason you're together it's because you have to go to school and you're giving into your instinctual social nature as a human being to try to like have a you know communal experience this right. will change and you will right. have different people yeah well and there's you know clans and yes whatever. <laughs> right and just because you, you know, it's just because the, the cool kids aren't vibing with you right now probably means actually that you're just cooler than them and you're intimidated. They're intimidated by you. <laughs> Doesn't feel like that though. At the time, no, it man, it feels, like, it, it feels like, it feels like you're being ostracized and you're, it's like, like on an elemental level, I'm being kicked out of the, of the clan, the tribe, the whatever you want to call die. it. And I'm just, I'm not going to get fed or clothed. Right. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. This is, I have to do whatever I can to get back into that group. Yeah. And, and no, and by doing that, that's just going to make things worse. <laughs> just people just like animals can smell fear and desperation. Yeah. yeah. You know, <sighs> I'm, I'm really stoked for you guys. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually like, I mean, I guess on a, on a trying to be better level, I'm really <laughs> I think it's really cool that you're feeling the, I mean, that's, that's the thing that I try, I'm trying to do that. I I've Kirsten is a super great example of to me all the time of like, feel the shit when it's happening, let yeah. it pass through you yeah. so that you can be present for the journey 
my instinct is I'm going to throw that in the back seat. And then right. when I slam on the brakes in a couple months, it's right. all going to be on my dashboard. Right. How about that? Can we do that? All again? those, all those partly eaten sandwiches and all, <laughs> all that stuff just got to come right up front. Yeah. Cause like you described, like there's been a lot of joys been a lot of hurts mm-hmm. and a lot of ups, a lot of downs in that place. And it's like, well, oh, feeling that. Oh, feeling that. Like right. throw it back there, throw you back know, but there. like, yeah, no, we've been doing a pretty good job of like talking about that. Mm. That's huge. Trying to work through that together, you know, as opposed yeah. to like compartmentalizing it and just being fine or turning it into like a fight. Oh, you know, yeah. like that's, turning that's it into my specialty. <laughs> How can I weaponize this human motion of them feeling? Right. Yeah. Against my loved ones. <laughs> and not take any responsibility of the fact that it started as a feeling within me. Of course. I've sharpened it into a spear and now it's right. your fault. Pretty much. It's my favorite. It's worked out real well. <laughs> oh my god, that is that's yeah. I uh-huh. totally identify with that. Mm-hmm. Somehow, this is all your fault. Somehow, why are you not my mommy? Somehow, this is all your my your fault. Right? Why aren't you my mommy? <laughs> I- <laughs> Uh, yeah that i mean that's like like super mature and spiritually fit my friend like yeah. i'm gonna like you like it's like it's almost like going through an old shoebox of mm. of photos it's like you can let that shit totally consume you or you can see it for what it is and move through it and i feel like that's i've that's done a cool fair thing. amount of that the last couple of months because i've been oh, finding I- those old show boxes full of photos you know yeah exactly mm-hmm Yep, I'm looking through like baby pictures and just it's just a lot, you know. Wow, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, soon the house that you're living in will be referred to as the old house. Right. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, at the old house. Mm-hmm. Remember, our, remember the old house? Yeah. You know, like it's wild. It's the way it should be, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, apparently that's what's happening. Yeah. Moving on up. Here's hoping. <laughs> Don't ever move, by the way. It's a nightmare. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Nope. There's, I mean, Kirsten and I, like, we may get a dog, but like, we're not right. having kids. So like, I, I, I don't, I mean, we could, but we don't need anything more right. than what we currently have. It's really right. wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could, we could dump a bunch of money and, and totally improve this house and make it state of the art and still, and totally, totally be fine. Cause there's mm-hmm. like, there's really no need to like have more space. Right. Like, it'd be weird for us to have a four bedroom house. Like, right. Right. We already have three bedrooms and that's way too much. Right. Yeah. We're in a place where it'll be good for the kids. That's really yeah. what it's about, you know? Totally. Yeah. So yeah. Did we, I, th- I think, I think we did it. Did we do yeah, it? Yeah. started out. Thank you. That was like a great, that was like a great J rad show. I didn't know where we're oh, headed. Oh, good God. You know? Yeah. Well, that's, I, that's see, that, Oh, here's the one, like our friend, uh, dave h talks about uh back in the day back in the 70s there was a thing in lincoln among the deadhead community called the 32nd degree deadhead okay which is that once you'd seen them 32 times you were starting to have a clue ah right yeah and i think you're kind of you're starting to get into that that realm now where it's like you come home from that and people are like so how was it it was good i it was it was yeah. I mean, and I then, told, yeah, it was great. And Cause then, cause and I, I mean, I've been that way for a long time, which is mm-hmm. like, I've given up trying to No, you don't understand. Yeah. They came yeah. out and then they did the thing. And then it, and people are like, what? It almost cheapens it to try to, it exactly. doesn't, it's, it's like, like people, I, I, that, I, people that know, know. That's why it's, as I was excited to talk to you about it. And Kirsten is really like a huge, like, I love that you had that spiritual experience with right. it. And now, I'm yeah, done. I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't need to explain that to my coworkers. Right. Like, no, you I, don't, uh-uh. the, you know, no. but um, what was I going to say? Oh, I, one thing that's cool was that I went there solo. Yeah. 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 And I, the row behind me were my best friends in the whole wide world. Yeah. All of a sudden, right. The dude next to me, I, cannabis is legal in Colorado. I don't know why he's still smoking like old trash. Oh, that's articles. funny. Right. It was That's like funny, really yeah. Dude, like, go down the street, and right, get some, get some good yeah, stuff. Go down to the. Come on, that's terrible. He you kept could smell up. it. 
Yeah. Anyway, yeah, bad. I went there solo and it was great. I stayed so it was wonderful. But uh-huh. uh, I went full freak. I was like, I just went full freak. Yeah. It was, it was like free and wide open. And it just go ham shit crazy. I was like, I am, I'm under no obligation to like, ha- like communicate what's going on with anybody around. I love going to shows with you and people yeah. that, that are in, but it's nice every once in a while to get really weird by yourself. Uh, oh yeah. I agree. hundred <laughs> percent. Mm-hmm. That was yep. really, I, will check I didn't you know I needed later. that. I will check you dudes later. Cause I'm going out. Yeah. I'm getting weird. Uh-huh. I love yeah, it. I, I, full on freak. So beautiful. I'm really, so I grateful I'm grateful to, to you that. for taking me to further at that same venue and, and introducing me to J rad. Cause without all that, I wouldn't have had the kind of cathartic experience I had with them. Sure. Well, I'm really grateful that I'm just glad, you know, I get to live vicariously through you and that event. Cause I'm like, I cannot yeah, wait. J rad. I cannot wait for you to hear that audio. I really hope it gets posted soon. I'm sure it will. Somehow. Did you see any mics in the audience? Did you see anybody? Taping? I saw some out back by the, by the soundboard. Yeah. yeah. Good. It'll be up um, probably today. But it, but it was, it was live streamed on nugs. So I'm oh, sure, sure. That, yeah, yeah. I'm sure the audio is either purchasable that way or out there somehow. I need mm-hmm. another way. So. Yeah. We live. Uh, what a time to be alive. If you would have told me, in august of 95 that 26 years later would be like the best time to be a deadhead i would not have believed you (laughs) but it's like it's better than it ever was yeah man yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so i I can't wait for you to hear this show it was it was complete skull fuckery is what i like to say i love it so all right man yeah we did it i love you dude love you too man we'll uh see you sometime yeah we'll see you around all right later later bring him down I'm running it round Winding the line of the interstate cars Passing me by Buses and stars Bunching like stones from the sweet shot of ours Well, I'm here by the road Up in ten thousand copies of bars. Below the rush of the drivers that won't pick me up. The highway, the moon, the clouds, and the stars. And the black throated wind keeps on pouring in with its words of a lie when nothing is new. Carry your pen wherever you go. 